Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Under the Ring podcast. It's me, your boy, the Silverback Almas. Yeah, I changed my name again because I ain't win shit. God damn it. I changed my name again because I ain't win shit. And you know what? Hear this now. If I come in second place the next time we do predictions, the IC title is coming back. I'm letting you know that right fucking now. If I'm in second place, predictions, the IC title is fucking coming back. I'm going out. I'm holding a fucking belt. I don't give a fuck if you say no, motherfucker. I changed it the first time. I'm going to change it again. That's what's going on. We retired. Oh, hell the fuck. No, we didn't. Hell to the fuck no. Hell no to the no, no, no. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now, if I come in second place this fucking time, I'm bringing, I'm coming out with a fucking belt. The IC title is coming back to me, god damn it. It's coming to me, god damn it. Now, joining us <laughs> from Louisville, Kentucky. He is somebody who don't have a fucking belt. I don't right now. I am the first and only gonna stay yeah, the that, only. Now the that's only bullshit. Ever. Like I said, if I come in second place, that motherfucker is coming back. So, ladies and gentlemen, you have heard it today, August eighteenth. If Kenny comes in second place, the next time we do predictions, that IC title is fucking coming back. <laughs> Joining us, Maddie fucking Bischoff. Say hello. <laughs> What's up, good people? Uh, obviously, I'm back to back being Matty Bischoff because Mr. Uh, O2, Mr. King Weezy over here, did uh, won my damn title. And this is some bullshit, but it's all right. We're basically rocking Stone Cold. I called it rocking mankind because, I mean, all the circumstances that have happened. But I'm happy for Mongo. I'm salty. That ain't cool. But Kenny, Kenny, I ain't happy for Kenny you. Has, I ain't happy Kenny for has you. Basically, Kenny you. has basically guaranteed, y'all. He said if he comes in second. So guess what that means? He's about to come in third. <laughs> He's about to nah. come in fourth. I'm about to come here's, in here's the bullshit. Here's the bullshit. The IC title only comes back if I come in second. If nobody, somebody else does, there is no IC title. I know. So that's I know. That's what I'm saying. You're going to come in third, and it's going to stay gone. Yeah, all right. That's the bullshit. I'm winning. I'm winning a motherfucking title. Joining us from where you at today, Mongo? What, what, what fucking where you at today, sir? Because I can't even say that you're normally where you're normally at. So where are you at today? I'm in beautiful Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, joining joining us from beautiful Greenville, South Carolina. He is our undisputed reigning predictions champion, Mr. Wheezy, Mr. O2. Sometimes we call him a doctor, but at the time we call him Greg. Give it up for your champion, folks, Mongo. Hold on, I, I think I hear something. What is that? Oh God! What you hear? You know what you hear? You hear people breathing regular. You wheezing bastard. That's what you hear. I can't, I can't hear this gorgeous music. Hold on, this. <sighs> yeah, baby. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, beautiful. Mm. 
Neither can I Stop eat. That. Oh, white. listen. <laughs> See what happens when Maddie Rains disappears, y'all. Such a hater. Such a hater. Stop that. You're white. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, I rigged I rig shit. <laughs> I didn't rig it. I came in last. Now we're not bringing back the tag belts. We're not bringing back the tag belts. That was way after, too many after, people after being champions. Months, after months of tying and tying and tying, or having weekends where I win it one day and lose it the next back to Matt or back to Tito, I get three <laughs> weeks with this shit. Just for you to defend it three times in one weekend. Three times. Three times in one weekend. In one weekend. You got to defend that <laughs> shit three times in one weekend. Let's get into some wrestling news. Hey, hey, hey. hey. I mean, the, the point That's is so I get to defend it, unlike someone who hasn't been able to defend a belt since uh, April. So, you know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you give me power, all right? Fucking happens when you give me power. <laughs> That's what happens hey, when you give me power. Hey, hey, I can hey, remove I'm, I'm a top, motherfucker. I'm, 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 top, I'm top champ now. I'll take it away. I'll take it away just to be a dick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan Hogan. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, let's get into some wrestling news. Yeah, All right. The big news that's going on right now, if you have been keeping up, is the mass releasing of... NXT UK stars. Um, it appears that NXT UK is pretty much shutting down, but they're going to relaunch under the banner of NXT Europe. So it should be a combination of pretty much everybody, but in the process, 24 people get on. Mongo, you have that list one more time? I do. So, uh, like you said, there were 24. Uh, it was 23 wrestlers and then one ring announcer. Uh, Saxon Damn, Huxley. What the, ring, what the ring announcer do? <laughs> like, I, mean, I, guess, I guess you. I guess they weren't announcing. I don't know. You know, show shut down. Guess you don't say shit correctly. Bye. <laughs> Saxon Huxley. Sa- yeah, Saxon Huxley. Zion who the fuck Rookside. is that? Who, who's who? Hold on. I asked you that when you said it in the fucking chat. Who the fuck is Saxon Huxley? I remember him showing up. I think he showed up around the time of like the tournament deal. A lot of those people—that's how a lot of them are. Like you saw them like once or twice when it launched, and then they just disappeared off the face yeah, of the they earth. Run around. <laughs> uh, Zaya Brookside, which is the daughter of um, Robbie. Uh, Robbie Brookside. Uh, who was really doing well for herself finally. She's kind of like found her own edge after, I, I think they turned her heel for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got Tiamon, uh, T-Bone, Eddie Dennis, Sid Scala, Amir Jordan, Kenny Williams, Rohan Raja, Primate, Danny Luna, Sam Gradwell, Nina Samuels, Shaw Samuels, Ashton Smith, Dave Mastiff, the ring announcer is Christy Bodley, uh, Amelia McKenzie, Amali, uh, Jack Stars, Wild Boar, uh, Mark Andrews and Flash Warner Webster, who were two very popular wrestlers mm-hmm. over there as subculture. And then um, Trent Seven was released. 
that one, which is just the the, the Flash, the Flash Gordon and the Mark Andrews, the, the the Flash Webster and the Mark Andrews one, and um, Trent Seven and Mastiff really surprised me. Yeah, those those um, guys they, are staples in the. The only thing that I could think of them doing with all of these releases, and it ended up, uh, I read something saying that all of these people that have been released have a chance to come back. They probably have already told them, hey, you're not going to be in the plans for Worlds Collide. You're not going to be in the plans for, like, since they're about to be on hiatus, so there's no point in having you just sitting at home, not being at, like, just sitting at home doing nothing. We'll just let y'all out y'all's contracts. Y'all can do indie dates, and when we start back, we'll just bring you back. Because <laughs> that basically tells you, if you're not, like, Tyler Bay, if you don't have a belt, and if you're not trying to come over to the States or be in Worlds Collide, because also part of news, they're bringing back Worlds Collide as a part of all of this uh, massive yeah. upheaval. We'll, we'll, get into, we'll get into the NXT and how we had an invasion this week um, of that talent. Um, keep going, Matt. Sorry, I just wanted to. Oh, you're fine. Um, so yeah, I just feel like they probably just let all these people out of their contracts. And if they want to do indie dates, they can, they probably will. And then once NXT Europe pops back up in 23, um, probably a good majority of them are probably going to get signed back because I don't see how, how can you start a brand if you don't really have many people? <laughs> and then yeah, on top of that, like. And there hasn't been any like negative words about it, about the exits or anything. It was all right. thanks for the opportunity, thanks for the time, and that's it. So I, I'm I'm kind of leaving with Matt here that it, it's going to be short term. They'll be back, <laughs> and we'll go from there. Especially with Trent Seven, like that he he's he definitely coming back because at some point, at some point, whether they wanted to, they have to have Mustache Mountain come over as a team at some point. They have to have them come over as a team and like do something because that that team literally put NXT that team and Pete Dunn put NXT UK on the map. Yeah, they're the the forefathers of NXT UK, and now yeah. it's going to be NXT Europe, which makes sense instead of just like, keeping it in the UK. Yeah, it's all the majority, Europe. Majority <laughs> of the champions, majority of the roster, and the majority of the champions have not been strictly from the UK. Right. right. <laughs> so, like, it, that makes it makes total sense. Um, but like you're saying, Mustache Mountain, like that trio, uh, British Strong style, mm-hmm. there would have not have been an NXT UK without that group. It really wouldn't have. They it were, really would not they, have they been. Had a... no, like, as great as they have, those are the names that people knew or names that people got really invested in when that tournament happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody. It was those three guys. So to not have Trent around is, is is wild. I do think he'll come back to, um, and I think they also said that they're bringing back the European Championship for the brand. Yeah, um, apparently it's going to be the NXT UK title, which was the top title at NXT UK, will now become the second uh, highest title in NXT Europe. The NXT European title will now be the top title in NXT Europe. Um, so, Kenny, uh, since you didn't watch them, people, I know a lot of people didn't watch UK. UK had the UK Championship, the Tag Titles, the Women's Championship, 
and then they had something called the uh the heritage cup heritage cup is getting that's getting cut <laughs> yeah heritage cup was a neat idea but it it, it, uh, it just doesn't it just doesn't hit it doesn't, it doesn't fit with what wwe does and that's right. what heritage cup if you didn't know what it was was like ring of honor's pure rules belt I was, was just going to say, Heritage Cup is more of a ring of honor. Yeah, it was a trophy that you fought for, and it was you had rounds. Um, you had certain rules you had to follow as far as like closed fists and stuff like that. Um, it was really interesting. I liked it, but it does not feel like a WWE thing. So that, that does not surprise yeah. me if it, if it doesn't come back. Oh, it's about to be a banger. We got Speedball versus uh, my boy Vanessa. With an X Division title right now on Impact. Speedball's having a hell of a run this year, man. Good God, I think he's I think he's got a match with the uh, Osprey coming up. Yes, he um, does. But yeah, so that, that's that's NXT UK stuff. Um, we'll talk about it later on when we cover the rest of the week. But we saw Gallus, uh, uh, B Priest. I can't. I can never remember, remember what her name is in the NXT. Well, it was something Davenport. It's like Blair. Blair. Blair Davenport. Blair. You're right. Thank you. Um, and then we saw uh, Tyler Bate, who was wearing the the UK championship. Now they just spoiled the whole <laughs> fucking tournament, right? If you were watching, uh, Dragonov got stripped of the belt because he got hurt. Um, and they did a tournament, and I was trying my best to not get spoiled by it. And then well, NXT just spoiled. spoiled the shit out of it. And they spoiled <laughs> it even worse because they they had Bate come out, and then they got rid of Trent Seven. So. What you call it? Here's the thing, Mongo. Remember, I told you I knew who won that champion, who won that tournament like two, three weeks ago. And oh, yeah. I asked you, I was like, "Yo, you want to know this one?" You were like, "No, no, 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 no." Mm-hmm. I think I told you, Matt. Right? I think I told you. Yeah. That, um, yeah. I'm, I'm muted. I'm muted the chat so y'all can talk about it or like y'all talk about another chat or something like that. Um, that's what I get for trying to like not spoil myself on shit. <laughs> the main <laughs> company does it themselves. Right, should have just went with should have just went with my spoiler two weeks early. <laughs> but that makes uh, Tyler Bate not only the youngest to ever win that belt, uh, it makes him the only two-time champion. Here's the thing: if if Pete Dunn wouldn't have left, he would have been the first two-time champion. That's number one. If you would have got it back from Walter, easily, yes. Yes. I also think that the pandemic really fucked up a lot with NXT UK. Oh, yeah. It messed up their whole global plans. That's why they're just now starting to try and do stuff now. Right. Like, because right when they were starting to get really popping, because remember, we actually, all of us actually started watching for a while. Like, okay, give UK a try. We're going to give UK a try. And then once... You know, Walter took the belt back we, to the UK. We, we definitely got to dry, you know. And then um, Dragon Off, we were like, yeah. But then the pandemic hit. They couldn't the travel. Froze UK for like, it froze it, their plans for like six months, I think. Yeah, because the were, UK wasn't UK time. wasn't playing. The UK wasn't playing. It wasn't like the US. They really shut the fuck down. <laughs> okay, like they wasn't. The UK was not like Georgia, where <laughs> there was still people partying. The UK shut the fuck down. But um, if they wouldn't have had that, we'd have definitely had more people, more 
to come out of the UK because they'd have been able to travel across brands, travel across the seas to because we started getting that a little bit. When when Pete Dunn was champ, he was appearing more on regular NXT with the belt, having random matches and stuff like that. So we started getting it so they could, you know, get our eyes on UK. And then like the pandemic killed it, and that was it. Right. Should on, you join us from Cincinnati, Ohio, <laughs> after the first day back with the kids, it's Mr. Mike here with us today. <laughs> Yep, can't say fuck them kids now. Oh, that's the point I can. <laughs> not, not, not during the school year, brother. That's the point oh. of it. <laughs> it's good. Hold, on, never wait, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, I got something for this. Uh, the view, here we go. All right, cool. Just want to make sure. Just want to, just wanted to put that at the bottom. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, but they do, but they do represent Mr. Mike. And before we continue, I just want to get an early, early, early birthday shout out to my brother, the Silverback. Thank you, sir. Thanks to my Dawkins, my fellow good stoner, my fellow good brother for life, my big brother Kenny. Happy early birthday, bro! About to spark Thank up. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I work enough for you because happy early birthday to you. Those of you, ladies and gentlemen, who don't know me and my good brother, Mr. Mike, we actually share a birthday. We are exactly 10 years apart from each other. <laughs> exactly. So that shows you how old my ass is. <laughs> for anybody that wants to know. All right. That shows you how old my ass is. And for anybody that's really confused about how old my ass is, I am. I will be 41. On Saturday, damn that's old. I was, I, I was gonna say you're like yeah, 36, and just leave it alone. I was gonna try to be nice to you, Beth. Nah, nah. I'll tell the truth. I'll tell the Kenny truth. Kenny has embraced it. Kenny has recognized that he is older than WrestleMania. Right. That's the part <laughs> that really favorite. brings. That's the part mm. that really brings a tear to my eye. I'm older than WrestleMania. Thank you very much. Happy birthday, motherfuckers. Thank you. But um, you <laughs> asked the question. Have I've never saw UK? Should I go watch it? The beginning, yes. The beginning, yes. yeah. The beginning. Peacock, right. Go ahead and watch it. There's a lot the of first, I'd do. say that the, the, the original the tournament. Yeah, right. Definitely, definitely look at the tournament to crown the um champion. Definitely watch that. That pretty much that's when we found out Pete Dunn was a fucking badass heel. Right. With you know what I mean? Regal so, scolding him. Right, because that motherfucker was beating people up during the promo. <laughs> Triple H was loving it. Triple H was like, "I love this. Love the intensity. He has it. He has it." William Regal was like, "Get him out of here." <laughs> Side note, just to go off topic, did any of you watch that um, special with about the match with Triple H and Mankind, their feud on Any? Did any of you watch that? No, I didn't, it's a I really, that, so. it's a really good watch. And if you didn't have respect for Triple H before, watching that little half hour, I think it was like a half hour hour. I can't remember. Watching that little show will make you have even more respect for Triple H. 
that Mick Foley, a guy who we know worked from the bottom down, worked from the bottom up to where he was at, gives him such high praise and credit about his in-work, his in-work ability and his out-of-the-ring ability, it gives you a completely different outlook. Like, I know we always hear about how people go, oh, Triple H was a, was a really good guy and stuff like that. Nah, he really is a good guy. <laughs> like, he really, he really is a good dude, Joe. Like, after I was like, yo, I like this dude before, but nah, I really, I'm really fucking with trips. So if he's taken a, a bad rap over the years, just because you know what he's it is? married to Stephanie. He's taken a bad rap because he's married to Stephanie and because people really think that he's Hunter Hearst Hemsley. People really think that, you know, when he remember when he first came out, he was that whole blue blood type. Yeah. People really think that people really think that he's like that. That oh, I'm better than you. Uh, uh. Yeah, he had his moments. Or they still think that the they still think the triple H that they saw during the man Hemsley era is him. And it's him. like, no, that right. was literally a character. <laughs> right. And you know what I mean? And <laughs> and like me and Matt, we've said it before plenty of times. Like after the whole curtain call with um the click and shit. Trips was the one that had to pay the price for that shit because he was the only one yep. still around. Trips was the one that had to pay the price for it. So I didn't mean to sidetrack, but if you guys get a chance, definitely watch that. It's a right. it's a real good, it gives you a, a real good look at Triple H. And Trips, you okay with me, dude. And Speedball just beat my man today. Clean. Mm. That was that was different. Didn't expect that to happen like that. But NXT UK, go back, watch the tournaments that when it first started. Watch the first three months of NXT UK. I would say that. Get, I'd say the first the tournament you'll get get the women's tournament with the Rhea Ripley winning her first belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, tag tur- tournament with the uh, Zach Gibson's crazy ass and uh, James Drake. <laughs> And then anything, that involves, anything, anything that involves Walter, Raganov, or Pete Dunn, you know those guys, you'll have fun. There's a lot of good stuff. It's just, um, I think I think the time slot over here killed him because like it's on here at three o'clock live. Uh, and you can here's, a, here's another person that I'm happy I didn't see on that cut list because once he got to the UK. His whole character revamped, and I really know him. Dar, know him. Dar, I, I thought he was gonna stay over there. Not that I think he deserves a cut, but when he sorry, go ahead. What you call it? When he went back to the UK, when he went back to the UK, and they revamped him into the whole supernova. That was that was a good that was a good ass run for him as well. That was a good one for him. I'm surprised they didn't put the belt on him. Alicia Fox. I think I think uh had they not had the damn superhuman uh Walter holding that belt down for uh almost or over two years, we might have gotten him as a UK champion. 
and you see that's the bull. That's the thing. Same, same, same for Joe Coffey. I guarantee you, Joe Coffey would have been champion. Oh yeah, because <laughs> Pete Dunn held it for like seven hundred days, didn't he? Yeah, the UK Championship is has a rec- like the shortest reign is one hundred twenty five days for Tyler Bate. That's it. Next two reigns are like over two years combined, or two year, over two years apiece. And then Dragunov, had he not gotten hurt, he was already at three hundred days. Like is it the UK? They they were they were all about long, drawn out reigns, making the belts mean a lot more whenever a loss happened. But I don't. I don't really. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep it. I don't really respect a lot of Walter's reign because a lot of it happened during um, COVID. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, UK was was off a lot during his reign, so it's kind of hard to count that. <clears throat> I don't know if he would have held it for two years had COVID happened. Or had COVID not happened. Um, because who knows? Honestly, because was, remember, he was he. Who knows? Because remember, he was real big on United States. That's true. That's true. He was real big on not coming to the states, and when till that he got a piece of pussy. That's piece of pussy that was like, "Come on, I'm going to the states." Okay, baby, let's go. <laughs> well, apparently, <laughs> it's a good thing he didn't want to go early because it looked like they were about to bury him uh, last month. You oh, see that report? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, uh, after yeah. his show on, after it was showing up on Raw, Vince wanted to bury his ass. He's he's working. Why would why? What? And then they had that banger last Friday with Nakamura. You know, like and, and everything. Yeah. And Trips was like, yeah, "This is why we did. This is why I'm glad I'm here now. This is why I'm glad I'm here." All right, let's move on to some more wrestling news. Margo, what do you got for us today? Uh, we've got uh, a report regarding CM Punk. So if you watched Dynamite this week, you saw CM Punk start the show. Um, and he was throwing pipe bombs and firing off. Uh, according to Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, uh, Figure Four Daily, uh, his comments about Hangman Page uh, were not part of the original plan. He just kind of said that off the cuff. If you didn't hear it, he essentially called uh, Hangman a coward. He said, if you want to do a... He said, that's not cowboy shit. That's coward shit. Coward shit. If you want to have a title match right now, I'll sit in the ring. I'm waiting for you. Knowing that Hangman wasn't part of the segment, so he wasn't about to come down and do that. And then he says, you're, you know, not cowboy shit, coward shit. Everyone wants to be a champion until it's time to do champ shit. And something about uh, if you're going to insult someone publicly, the apology should be just as loud. Whatever that meant. Apparently, uh, Hangman made a comment, an off comment about Hunt's relationship with Colt Cabana um, during their feud that he just did not appreciate and uh, decided on Wednesday to give Hangman a receipt. They came in and looked like shit. Uh, this is the this is what was said by Alvarez and Melzer. Melzer says, if you're wondering about CM Punk thing at the start of the show with Adam Page, it, that was weird. Uh, it was weird for everyone, as in nobody knew he was going to do that. Uh, months ago when they were feuding, they said that there was a lot of reality to it. Well, there was a lot of reality to it. I don't know what the real deal was, and nobody else does either. 
Punk was supposed to go out there and talk about Moxley and build the match. He did after he talked about Adam Page. That was on uh, the earlier morning version of their show. Later on during the day, Alvarez uh, said, uh, well, I should mention, since a lot of people have read the wrong thing into that, whatever they're going to do next week with the title match, I saw a lot of people saying, oh, it's going to be Punk and Hangman at All Out because of Punk's promo. No, that's not the case. Uh, Punk's promo had it at the beginning had nothing, zero zilch to do with whatever they're going to do at the pay-per-view. Uh, so Punk just went in to business for himself and then moved on, which was bullshit, actually, because he called the guy out and it was off script. So, of course, Hangman's not going to come out. Then Punk calls him a coward. So before you start, because I know you've got a rip, and I agree with what you're going to say, I'm just going to say this. I think, and, and this was also stuff that was reported by Sean Ross Sapp, a fight <coughs> So um, it seems pretty legit. My only thing is, I don't know if this is real. Um, and I, all the time, all the time, we'll hear stuff about AEW backstage. And their diehards will say, oh, it's just them working the, working the dirt sheet. It's, it's, it's working the report. And I hate that. I hate that argument. I really do. But when it comes to this right now, mm-hmm. I think that might partly be true. I, I think that Sean Rossett basically said that he, he almost didn't come to Dynamite yesterday and that he's been like threatening to quit. And considering Puck's history with WWE and Ring of Honor and other places, you can kind of believe that. Right. <clears throat> so like, I, I, I believe some of this stuff is true. However, the fact that when Puck comes in, Everyone in the AW is happy to have them there, except for three guys, three specifically. They want to remember who they were. Uh, MJF, Eddie Kingston, and <laughs> Cole Cabana. Oh, oh Cole Cabana. Well, you know, yeah, but like, he was a gimme. He he don't count. He don't count. <laughs> those, three, in. those three specifically kept saying on Dynamite and on Rampage. No one knows who you really are, but I do. All three of them said the same thing. You got the fans wrapped around your fingers, but I know what you really are for this company, and I know what you're mm-hmm. here to do. All three of them said the same shit. The fact that Punk is having this issue, and they're making it like, oh, he hates Hangman. He hates the guy that said that about him before he dropped his belt to him. It just seems really – it seems it, – it, it makes too much sense. The pieces fit too well together. That's all I'm saying about it. You 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 may go on. I just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> the only thing I want to say is you made a comment in the chat that Punk was firing off. Firing off WWE references. Every single time Punk opens his mouth, it's a WWE reference. He may he John, you're not even you're the third best member of your group. Are you fucking kidding me? We know he's referring to the shield. Kingston, you're not even you're the second best Kingston I shared a locker room with. So now you're referencing Kofi Kingston. John, you're not you're not even the best John that I've been in. It, it, that I've beaten in Chicago. What other John is there besides Cena? 
what did he say? Eddie Kingston's the third best Eddie. Right. He's like the third best Eddie. And then Eddie Spittin Kingston wasn't even there. <laughs> you're talking about Punk was spitting facts. Spitting facts is one thing. The fact that everything that comes out of CM Punk is WWE related is fucking corny. But everybody without WWE, CM Punk will not be fucking known. I like ROH. You guys have been long-term ROH fans. If you've been watching it for, for much longer than what I have, so but let's keep it let's keep it real. You always people always say, oh, his um his hardcore, his ROH fans, you know, would still make him famous. Absolutely not. At the end of the day, when you want to put the companies into let's say divisions, WWE is D1, ROH is D3. It's still fucking D3 because guess what? It's still not on regular fucking television. They don't even have a TV deal right now. If exactly. Exactly. It's still not on regular fucking television where people can have access to it all the fucking time. Like people were people were watching ROH on tapes that they were sending away for in DVDs and shit. Some shit that happened like two months ago. So you can't tell me that, no, oh, he had his real friends with ROH. No, he got famous from WWE, and at every given moment, he loves to fucking shit on the company that made him famous. And that's a problem that the top stars in AEW have. That's a problem. The three best talkers in AEW are CM Punk, Chris Jericho, MJF. Can we pretty much agree to that? That those 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 are the three best talkers in AEW right now. MJF, you got somebody Yeah. Um, I think Mox is a better talker than Jericho. Well, I'm going to bring Moxley up. But your three your three top ones are Punk, MJF. All three of them throw shots at WWE every single chance they get. That's like 85% of their promo work. For Punk, it's 100% of his promo work. For Jericho, it's about... Right. For, for Punk, it's everything that he's about is a shot at WWE. Everything that he's about. Now, yesterday, Mox came out there. Mox cut a promo when Punk called him out. Mox didn't mention shit. We all know you're broke. Mox was actually talking about what was going on in AEW. Every time I hear them say interim, it makes me sick because I know that, you know, I'm the one here working or whatever. He's going with the story. Right. Jericho's new gimmick is a shot at sports entertainment. <laughs> well, everything about Jericho, no matter what he's doing, ever since he's came to AEW, it's, everything is a shot at WWE. But he knows so if WWE go calls back. him, he's going to go back. That's the, that's the funny thing about all of this. He only is butthurt because Vince McMahon wanted him to keep doing the list and drink it in, man, and you all that junk. 
He didn't want to keep doing that. I don't know what. That's why I like I told y'all earlier in the chat. All of AEW has been all AEW has been from the time they started is fuck WWE, fuck Vince. WWE right now is fuck WWE, fuck that guy that used to work here. <laughs> that's the only thing that's changed. They can't like AEW can't take shots at a regime that is no longer there. Especially lost, when they've they've lost a hundred percent of their promos. You can't especially talk about when, someone that's not there. <laughs> especially when people within your own company are now like, damn, my man is in charge now. Shit, it's about to get popping over there. How, what kind of promo are they going to cut now? They homie in charge now. The guy because that they wanted to be in charge is in charge. Everything was centered on, oh, I'm going to grab the brass ring. I'm going to do this. Oh, everything was a shot at WWE. Now, Cody, and, Cody left before Vince got in trouble. Cody left and came over. He was already saying, like, hey, y'all. He's basically already introducing it, saying, like, hey, I know I said I wasn't going to go back, but look, bridges can be rebuilt. I'm back. Now Triple H is there. Triple H is all about, we just said Triple H is a, is a cool guy. Triple H is always, oh, there ain't no biggie. It's whatever. You want to come back? All right, cool. We saw Karrion Cross just show back up. We're seeing Remember, stuff that normally this would not be doing. <laughs> they're trips. Cross, cross, cross had a show to go to that day. Right. <laughs> it was like, hey, you want to come back? Sign full time. Cool. Just Dude. Right. Dude. Remember, remember, remember Samoa Joe? Vince fires Samoa Joe. Trip said, I think the fuck not. Come, come bring your ass fuck back in. <laughs> I think the fuck so not. Like, bring your ass fuck back in. Here's like the all, thing these with, pe- all these people left because of Vince, and it's like you can't – your promo <laughs> work is gone now. Your subject matter is gone. You can't and, talk about trips. Trips is untouchable at this point. And, and not to mention, like, th- this is the part that gets me. This is, what, year three for AW as a company? Yeah. Why are you even still mentioning WWE at all? Same. Like, their promo <laughs> – your promo that that's just that's the epitome of just being lazy and unoriginal to the point where you have to constantly depend on digging at the other company who ain't thinking about you at all. They ain't thinking of, like WWE ain't thinking about fucking AW. Oh, they are hold on, they are thinking about them, but the way they're responding is by their storylines putting on fucking great matches. That's how they're responding. They're not actually responding with your fuck AEW and all of this other stuff. They're pretty much going, yeah, we hear you talking about us. Okay. We're going to beat you in the ratings. Well, there, there, was a, there was a thing that happened over the past week, apparently, where uh, <coughs> someone in WWE tried to like <laughs> interact <laughs> with a contracted wrestler <laughs> with AEW. <laughs> uh, and I don't know how... I, look, I don't know how these contracts work i know you can't do this like in the nfl or the nba or whatever when there's like one league right these are two different companies i i assume people all the time would just talk to other people from other companies and say hey yeah when you're done let's talk yeah i didn't know that like is it is it is it's not it's not it's it's not illegal because guess what at the end of the day these wrestlers are independent contractors 
These guys are independent contractors. So as an independent contractor, you can take on as many jobs as you can handle. <laughs> it's not illegal for a company to talk to you if you're working for somebody wrong else. With it. Because remember, just a few, I think that was just a few years ago before the uh, pandemic. Remember, Sasha went over to like Japan and trained with a whole bunch of Japanese wrestlers and she posted about it and nobody even made a big deal about her. It was like, oh, she's training. Like, I don't see, if it's never been a problem now. It's only a problem. It's never been a problem. It's only a problem now because Vince is gone. Everybody likes Triple H. And Triple H is the fund mm-hmm. manager. He's the manager. He's the supervisor that everybody loves to work for. He's a cool manager. Right. Right. <laughs> this was and, that was that bullshit ass manager that followed all the rules by the book. We don't like those type of people. What uh Trips was the one that was like who was it? everybody worked on. Right. Yeah. Who was it? Adam Cole had said that he he still keeps in touch with Sean and Triple H, even after he's like he said publicly, like, I still keep in touch with those guys. We text each other, get advice. Like, that happens with a lot of people. And he should, up. because in that teammate, Adam Cole, fucking superstar. I believe it because even at the end of the day, we have to also remember this. Yeah, they're Ad- that's Adam Cole and Karrion Cross, but at the end of the day, whatever their real names are, they are the, probably the biggest fans of those two people. And for them to have their phone numbers and be able to ask them questions and have advice is probably, they probably never would have dreamed that in a million years to have that type of access. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, I know, like, and, every, and at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure Triple H, I don't know about Vince, but Triple H has always said, regardless of what it is, it's just business. Y'all, I still want y'all to succeed. It Just because you're not under the WWE umbrella doesn't mean I want you to do terrible. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, with trips, because with trips, and because trips. and with trips, you know, he's done it at the highest level in the sport. Yeah, he's done it at the highest level. So of course, so when you have talent that that are under your umbrella, they're always going to look up to you as a mentor. Mm-hmm. They're always going to look up to you as a father figure, you know, or uncle figure or whatnot. Because he 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 achieved the highest that he could possibly achieve in wrestling. And, and and that's why his product is so good. That's why NXT became what it was. That's right. why you see over the past few weeks, Raw SmackDown has been fucking excellent. Yeah, Raw and SmackDown have uh, definitely become uh, slowly but surely are becoming must-watch television because, unlike what it was looking like just a month ago, where or just, yeah, a month ago is good enough where we were just having three hours. Raw was the main issue. Three hours of a show that just never uh, flowed. It never flowed. It was never never made sense. Just random shit would happen. And now you get a three-hour journey where you take swerves. It's like if you see something happening in the background, guess what? There's a reason as to why that was happening. You'll see it at the end of the show. (laughs) Right, like a fucking garbage can fight. Backstage <laughs> turns out to be Loomis crazy ass. Right, Loomis okay. is going around being a pyromaniac now. So it's 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 gonna be interesting because uh W before this began was this likes this, so we're gonna do this, and it has nothing to do with anything else on the show. This is all we're gonna talk about here. Nothing's gonna be connected. 
AEW um, connects up a little bit, but it's just, just kind of like nonstop action for two hours. Yeah. To the point where, like, last nice episode, they didn't have enough time to show Bandito getting turned on. That was the, the worst uh, murder turn. What the... I, yeah. Kenny Omega and the Bucks were standing like, what the fuck happened? We just won. Like, like, I'm not <laughs> saying it's like bad. That was a great episode of Dynamite last night. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like you're getting different kinds of, of shows here. And then uh, WWE I Blue sat Park there and watched that shit. One long story interwoven. Um, it's, so th- we're, having different, we're having different philosophies now in these companies, which is exciting. Um, it's damn, it's damn sure better than it was before all this went down. And I want to go to the whole. I want to go to the Bandito thing. I sat there and watched that shit last night, and y'all saw me in the chat. I was like, "Wait, Dra- ain't Dragon Lee Roosh? Ain't that your fucking little brother? Almas? Ain't that your cousin? Why are you beating him up like that? They beat the, they beat the mask off this motherfucker. Like Greg said, he declined. <laughs> That's what happens when you decline." Well, did you see? Uh, did, you, did you see? Did you see death before dishonor? What what Bruce was doing to Dragon Lee? <laughs> he was fucking him him up. up. Yeah, yeah. Most of them the same thing about the yeah. That's just that's, that's their one. That's always been my one major complaint with them. Is just you don't get time to just sit and enjoy shit. You they don't, don't, let, they don't let it breathe. But and also, then with AEW too, that, I was gonna say with AEW, like they they either go too quickly or they take too long <laughs> to pull a trigger on a lot of shit too with their stories. That's mm-hmm. that's the problem. AEW has no in between. But it's also such a stark tough complaint because also they're just they're giving you a shit ton of stuff to get to watch and see. Like they're giving you a ton of cool stuff. Um, so I think that's the thing that people get angry about is if you come if you get a little critical about something else like, but you thought it, none of that was good you know, like any of it i didn't say that just like just slow down a little bit yeah they, so now, they they're, just, now, now they're gonna show that bandito turn on rampage like maybe you should have just saved it for rampage then they, a, you know, aew doesn't know how to roller coaster they just stay up they just stay mm-hmm. up <laughs> they just keep going it's like and then when it, it goes off it's a crap when the show goes off, you just crash. Like you, it's nothing. You have nothing left after a, a dynamite. It's oh like I always. It's like I've <laughs> always said. They do and say things for constant shock value. It's like they just want to shock and surprise you throughout the duration of a two-hour show. And like Matt said, they don't know how to have that that roller coaster effect. Like have a, have some promos in between matches. Have some vignettes. Hell. Have a squash match that we don't give no fucks about. Just have a lull so we can have a breather. You know? <laughs> so no, I, keep, I, keep, I keep saying Ben Dio, but that's because I'm watching Impact. It's Dragon Lee. I keep saying Ben Dio. Oh, yeah, Dragon Lee. I, 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 I correct you. <laughs> Thank you. Ben Dio, he's, he's wrestling in Impact right now, so I, I'm watching that and doing this. But Dragon Lee. That's my I point. will say the one thing I love this week, uh, just with all the continuation – Cause not only are the stories like you seeing that whatever happens on Raw is going to stay on Raw and it's going to continue. Whatever happens on SmackDown, you're going to see a continuation of it. I like that they have woven NXT 2.0 into storylines. 
Because if you didn't watch uh, Heat Wave this past week, you saw Blair Davenport and you saw Indy Hartwell confront each other. Indy was reading uh, a card from her man. She's reading a card from Loomis. It Mm -hmm. was saying Index. Mm -hmm. Index forever. And it was basically him saying, like, hey, baby, I'm back. Your boy is back. Your husband is back. I'm alive. <laughs> so it's like little Easter eggs like that. Up, but I'm alive. Like little Easter eggs like that are basically telling us, like, all right, they're about to be back together. <laughs> there was a tweet I saw about that which made me laugh. And it was a guy said, oh, yeah, it's good to see that Dexter Loomis has time. In between dodging all these murder attempts to send his wife, <laughs> he's over here, over here wrecking cars, setting trash cans on fire. But hey, and then, and then rushing the ring, and then hey, rushing the ring at the random last minute, <laughs> getting arrested, and then randomly getting being able to pop back up. I don't even know how you get arrested and not stay locked up because he, he's Jason Voorhees. I'm doing this all for you, baby. Ain't no, and listen, again, like a, little, that, a, little, a little trespassing ain't nothing but a little $500, $600 fine. That ain't nothing. <laughs> and, that, and that just shows how creative Trips is. Because in NXT, Loomis was just spooky as hell. Now he's just flat out deranged. And listen. They, <laughs> uh, the good thing, the stuff that I like that I've noticed, just like they drop so many Easter, Easter eggs and hints now during shows. Like Ciampa, during his match, that tag match that they had, he did his move. What did he do afterwards? He did his patented. He did all that, but Miz was right beside him. When it, Usually who is beside him when he does that? Mm-hmm. Johnny. Johnny G. Mm-hmm. You see the shirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I sure wore mine tonight. Like there, <laughs> we all see the NWL, all three of us got those shirt, that shirt. That's one of my favorite shirts to wear. It's like my most right. Popular. First of all, the, the material on this shirt so is so nice. Right. <laughs> I don't know what they was doing when they made that shirt. Is. That's my it's favorite shirt. Gargano and Ciampa have always like I've got a Gargano shirt that's like him covered in like Carnage from Spider Man, like that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's like one of the comfiest shirts I fucking own. It's the it's the soft it's, it's like the soft wearable <laughs> cotton. It's it's it, yeah. it is stretchy. <laughs> shit. I'm okay, sure crazy ass chocolate in there was like make us a comfortable shirt. <laughs> Why can't all our shirts be like that, man? That's right. Like this is so it's so comfy. You just uh, hug yourself with it. Like, <laughs> uh, so anyway, hey, uh, hey, WWE shop. I mean, my bad. Fanatics. Experience. Hey, give us give us a sponsorship. We give us especially me. I I, I, oh, oh, I own a lot of shirts. I do too. I, I own do more too. shirts than all y'all. <laughs> yeah, but but I want more shirts, man. I, I got at least I got at least a month. I can wear. Remember, I did that shit with on, on the group. I had a whole like month and a half straight of different WWE tees. I, I, I can do it at least. I could do at least 40 days straight with WWE teams. I could do at least 40 days straight with WWE teams. So I got a few teams. Plus I got plus I got a belt from WWE. Right, like so I paid WWE. So I paid WWE price for my fucking belt. Man, sounds about right. You gotta buy one because you can't win one yourself. Uh, anyway. 
like today's show is just going to be with me and Mike. Because... Ah. <laughs> oh, I said it was damn, son. Ah. <laughs> I don't know how I got killed just to say damn, son. This I kills instigators. I get rid of everybody on this. You had already killed him. I'm just like, damn. <laughs> See, All look, right, so, uh, look, see, don't that don't that shirt material feel good feels, on you right now? It just feels lovely. It just feels just it does. Hmm. Beautiful shirt. Because for some reason, for some reason the black t-shirts from WWE, like the when the color My black ass. ones, they be they, they be stiff like fucking cardboard. And then after you wash them, shit's just stay in whatever position your ass was in last. Yep. Like, my, my, that's my, my, my sanity shirt that I got from them is it? That's exactly what it's like. It's, it's like the group cardboard. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> All right. Next up mm-hmm. is I guess that's some major news. Really, just those two major talking points. Um, it was just after the real big major thing for the news. Um, I do want to go about, over the fact hit row last week. Hit row returned. Hit row returned at. Turn. Uh, while we yeah. were talking, uh, we did hit, our hit show row, on Friday. Hit Row without Swerve, because Swerve's still at AEW. Um, good for Ashanti. I don't really give a shit about uh, the guy. Top Dallas. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Top I, just, like, Dallas. I don't care. Uh, Ashanti and Dallas is cool. B-Fab cool. I don't, you know, make, uh, they're I mean, cool, I, but... I, they, can turn, they can turn it around for now me. B, I, 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 now, B-Fab sucked, yo. B-Fab <laughs> sucked in the ring. They all, honestly they all suck. Come on, yeah, they, they, they no, Ashanti, Ashanti's good. Ashanti's good. Ashanti, Ashanti had, had had talent. He had talent. He was like a Ashanti. Honestly, was like a underdeveloped mellow. Yeah, Ashanti has has a lot of talent. Uh, but you know, I've I've felt negatively about other people that turn around on him. Cameron Grounds being like the main one. Um, so you know, maybe, time, maybe, maybe I'll turn on. So let's, let's get in real quick to uh, to Impact Show last week. Um, Hold on. Before we get into Impact Show last week, I do want to talk real quick about Daniel Garcia versus Brian, Brian Danielson. And we're going to talk about that. That, the, that was a great fucking match. <laughs> and Brian Danielson made Daniel Garcia last night. Made the star. Made him, a star. made him a star in a losing effort, and he did not look weak in that loss. Mm-mm. And I like the fact that it seems to me Brian Danielson is doing what a lot of people claim to do but can't. Putting over young stars and making them stars in the process and telling stories in the ring. He's being a veteran. Like, we hear him. Right. Like, he, Daniel Garcia is the one who's really been on the mic talking the most shit in that little few. Daniel Garcia was the one who was on the mic talking the most shit. Brian Danielson was the one in the ring giving you the story in the ring. 
And yesterday he did the at the end when he pretty much killed. <clears throat> First of all, I thought Daniel Garcia killed my boy DB with that goddamn pile driver because he landed directly on the top oh, of his yeah. goddamn dome. That shit was sick. <laughs> he landed directly on the top of his goddamn dome. So I was like, well, there goes his career again. <laughs> that was the first thing that popped in my head. And then at the end, pretty much after the DB beat the shit out of Garcia and had that gave that boy a concussion with Garcia reaching for him, you saw him, you saw Danny Bryan just start clapping. Like, I like you, kid. Storytelling in the ring. And that was a good example. And like I said, he's doing something that a <clears throat> okay, Daniel Garcia didn't get the final victory, but he got put over. He got put over because the crowd is on his side now. People mm-hmm. have caught he has caught the attention of people because of this feud. So now we're going to be seeing a lot more of Daniel Garcia. Who I like. I think the kid is good. I think the kid is real good. Real good. Um, Him, if AEW plays their cards right and learns how to really write, they got a pretty good young future ahead of them with the stars that are in that company. Daniel Garcia, Ricky Starks, Jungle Boy, those kids is young. Hobbs is young too, isn't he? And Hook. Right, right. Yeah. Hobbs, I don't think is I don't think Hobbs is over 25. Like they got a young hook. Like they got a real good future. They got a AW if you you gotta get it together because you got a Man, lot Hobbs, of talent. Hobbs is 30. Really? Yeah, same age. Yeah, he's 31. No, 31. Hobbs is 31. Yeah, that's smooth. Uh, really, and they're starting to you know what I found out depth in the women's division, too, because Jamie Hayter's starting to look good. And uh, right, who's that, who's that person that Tony fought on Wednesday? Um, Kyle, that King's tall chick, good. yeah, good. like yo, looking, looking good. I found out something that blew my fucking mind. The when Trips was feuding with Mick Foley, that man Mick Foley was 36 years old. Nick <laughs> Foley has looked fifty-two for like thirty years. It's it's been he hasn't he hasn't looked eighteen since he was eighteen. <laughs> so no, they showed no, 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 no. He didn't. He didn't even look eighteen at eighteen because they showed a video of him at eighteen during that whole that shit that I was watching. The motherfucker looked thirty. <laughs> he legit looked thirty. At 18, he had a full fucking like goatee. Yo, Mick Foley was only 30, like 35 when he became champion. Like, come on. That man looked like he was at least 48. Ladies and gentlemen, that proves one thing and one thing only. Take care of your fucking teeth. Because when your teeth go missing, yeah. you age rapidly than a motherfucker. And he don't like wearing his fake ones. <laughs> one, of the, one, of one of the things that really grossed me out was, was during uh, uh, 
was it Holy Foley? Was that what it was called? Is it Holy Foley yeah. or Legends House? One of those. And uh, he was talking about disciplining his kids, and he'd get mad. And when he got mad, his mouth would dry out, and his fake teeth would fall out of his mouth. Yep. Yeah. Imagine, yeah. like, imagine getting yelled at by your dad, and his teeth falls out. Like, I, I don't know if I could. I could take. I don't know if I could take that punishment seriously. But uh, yeah. Yeah, man, that, that Foley, you know. He, yeah, he's beat up from a young age. That's never happens. Yeah. <coughs> but anyway, um, so we'll get we'll go to impact and we'll cover the rest of the week that we missed, and then we'll we'll wrap up. Uh, did did you guys did y'all get a chance to watch Emergence? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I went back and watched that shit. Oh yeah. Overall, man, that, that was a pretty great show. That was. That shit was incredible. Uh, there wasn't really a lot I would have cut from it, honestly. Um, maybe. No. Maybe. No. 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 I was. I was thinking like maybe Bob by Design and Saving Kushida, but even then, that was still really good. Like it was a good I, move. It was a good. It was a good filler. That was, yeah, I was, that was. That's that's the one I was I was getting ready to think about too. But I was like, you know what? It was a good filler. It, it was a good transition before we got to the to the big match. So it, it could stay, but overall, overall that that show gets a, a solid A. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we got new uh, tag champs out of it with the uh, BXT beating Rosemary and Valkyrie. Aside from that, everything else got defended though. Um, right. Mm-hmm. So like it was mostly predictable. Again, like we all predicted most of the show right. But even then, that's because something's predictable doesn't mean it's bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Just because it's predictable doesn't mean it's going to suck. And that's the thing about that's the great thing about Impact. You can know the outcome, and they'll still tease the fuck out of you. We and then on top of that, show it's shit. It's not even a point of. It's not even a point of. You know what the thing about it is? It's not so much the outcome that we that we care about so much is the point of what you do in the ring before that outcome. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, with impact, impact is very, very kind of predictable. It's not the destination. It's the journey. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of matches, even with WWE, we know the outcome. We know who's going to win. We don't expect no one else to win. But if you put on a good fucking match, we're not going to care that we already figured this person was going to win. Perfect example for all of this is SummerSlam. Because for the majority of SummerSlam, we knew. Of. Right. Yeah. We knew it was. We were. We predicted most of SummerSlam correctly. We knew right. it was going to. We weren't shocked. It was execution. As long as you execute it perfectly, we don't we care. <laughs> Fans don't care. As long as that's what you do. Like, don't like, insult our intelligence and execute it perfectly. And see, that's the thing that I think is going to change a lot with WWE. Yeah. Because, no, no, not even that. Vince had a big problem of not remembering, so it would pretty much be insulting our intelligence with a lot of wrestlers and shit like that. We're not going to get our intelligence insulted anymore. A perfect example was the fucking um, Drew and um, KO segment. 
Yeah. Perfect example. KO said, you know what? I'm going to stop being other people. I'm going to be who the fuck I am. The prize fighter. Let y'all know what the fuck is going on. Real deal. That was one of the best promos. That back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a promo where 10 Somebody. years, 5 to 10 years down the line when they're talking about a WWE, a Peacock special about this whole situation. First weeks. Yeah. The, the first, where we, this that will be the moment where you knew, all right, this is Triple H's show. Mm-hmm. Because at that moment, those were not too, that was not two sports entertainers. That wasn't two wrestlers. That looked like two, two grown ass men. Two That's about to fuck each other. Heavyweight championship fight. A prize that fight. That like, oh, they at Lowe's. And it's like, oh, no, nah, that's mine. No, nah, this is mine. That's my grill. No, this is my grill. All right, let's fight. That looked like some shit was about to go down. That was, I was looking like, oh, oh. Okay, like, like, like I'm really about to describe. They look like that looked like a, a heavyweight championship fight right there. That was yeah, a prize fight. That was really about to be a horse fight. Like that was gonna be throw mm. a dude, throw a dude at a dude. That like <laughs> KO would have picked somebody up and probably thrown them at Drew. <laughs> yeah, and I love the way that match ended because it ended perfectly with the Usos interfering because we need to see that on pay per view. For a title, because Kevin Owens hit the nail uh-huh. on the head. Yep. He ain't had no title in five damn years. That's crazy. So it's time. Then for on him top to get of that, back. then on top of that, Ko said he said you're no prize, but I'm willing. I'm willing to fight. Like, come on, my man was with. He was with the shits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was with the shits. But that that's like you said. That's definitely. It's definitely going to be a, a promo that's going to be thought about later on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, what's going on, JT? It's uh, it's it's been a lot of great matches and a lot of great promos this past week. I mean, it's it's been between Impact, AW, WWE. It's been it's a good time to be a fan. Everybody is everybody is on their toes. I would say this entire summer, because I, I've enjoyed the entire summer of AEW, to be honest, but especially the past month, with trips taking over, with AEW still continuing its momentum and getting guys back healthy, to Impact just being the most consistent brand in the entire wrestling business. Hey, <laughs> I don't see how you can, you can complain about wrestling. You really can't. I, I also, can't see how you can complain about wrestling. Also, also <clears throat> um, shout out to shout out to my boy, my goat, my personal goat, Shawn Michaels. NXT had their highest viewership this past week for Heat oh, Wave. In, in what? In two years? Oh, in, yeah. in, like, a year or two so years? So people thought HBK <laughs> know what he was doing. My boy knows what he's doing. We you know, know what we're doing. Did he just get a new title too? He's like something talent related. He's like wise. vice president of VP of talent relations. Yeah. As much as, as Trips has all the high regards, right? Shawn Michaels is even higher. Yeah. <laughs> He's even higher. 
as far as greatness, as far as being an icon. So but between between those two, between those three brands, these three brands, you have two of the greatest minds and greatest performers ever in control. It just like, took he, HBK getting his eyes not crossed before he realized not to be an <laughs> asshole. Like so <laughs> I was I was I was playing 2K the other day, and apparently in the my rise thing for 2K, mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. makes jokes about his eye. <laughs> like he said, they like you'll say something like, uh, "Yeah, I know you keep an eye on me." He says, well, "I can keep an eye on a few things right now." <laughs> oh, Damn, wow! Well, at least Sean has a sense of humor. He, knows wow. he got his ass beat, and he deserved to get his ass beat at that time. So yes, he did. <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> Don't be trying to take the girlfriend of a marine when you at the bar full of marines. They beat this motherfucker. Just, just don't do loops. that. They beat his eyelids. In the words of the late great Rick James, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Have a drug. <laughs> Eddie, he lost his, that's why he lost his smile because he got that ass beat. <laughs> and Eddie Edwards has won the right to face Josh Alexander. Oh, so good match. Oh, shit, a good match. That's a, I, wonder, that's a, I wonder if now is when they do the, I was just about to say, is, is mm-hmm. this where takeover. they finally get to take over? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> now now they've got lined up for, for the title shots. Uh, if you didn't watch Emergence, they, they mm-hmm. beat Bullet Club mm-hmm. so they can challenge for titles. Um, and now Eddie's doing – maybe – I would like to see them do that because that, they haven't done that with a group in probably since uh, Dixie Carter's crew. Oh yeah, way back when. Like, it's been a long time since a group. Because I almost was about to say like Fortune or like uh, I was gonna say Main Event Mafia. <laughs> main Event Mafia or oh, someone Aces and Eight, some stuff like that. Dixie it was a time where that's all that TNA did. Nothing, Booker T doing his own commentary for his own match. That was that is the funniest. Chet Lemon, Chet Lemon, and Black Snow. Chet Lemon and Black Snow. Who is this coming to the ring? Oh God, this this Booker T. Oh Booker T takes him down with the XKO. Booker's gonna creed. Booker's gonna creed. He's gonna do this. When he be standing on the ring, he just be like, oh. Oh, here's a little bit of oh, here's another little bit of news since they popped up on the television. Those of you who are New Japan um, watchers and fans, the G1 um, climax was this morning. The final between Okada and Osprey. And since it happened at 3 a.m. already, let me know all the spoilers that's been out. The Rain Mecha is once again your G1 champion. (laughs) I was highly fucking disappointed. Wasn't no money. Look, look. All right. Okay. Let me let me me explain this one. Let me explain this one. I'm I'm gonna explain the best way I can because she's obviously a. A, a, a novice TNA fan the way I was. So let me explain to you the best way I can. At some point during TNA, 
Booker T and everybody that used to be in WWE pretty much took over. Yeah, they called and themselves the main event mafia. Right. And they were complete dickheads. Booker T and Kevin Nash had their had and everybody else pretty much had their own little different personalities and shit like that. But because Chet and Booker T was black snow. And they actually did the commentary for their own match during a match one time. And so then, that's and what the hell Booker, we talking about. Over. And then Booker T, they, they basically just took over the commentary desk. And Booker yeah. T, as there's a brawl happening in the ring, him and Kevin Nash are commentating on it. And Booker T decides to... Meanwhile, Booker T this whole time is dressed in wrestling gear. He has on his King Booker basically gimmick. He's basically King Booker. He's got the right. robe. He's he got has the on the robe. So as this brawl is happening, Booker T has decided, well, Black Snow has decided, guess what? I'm tired of being Black Snow. I am now going to commentate my own run-in. So <laughs> the voice you heard me saying, oh, who is this coming to the ring? It's Booker T. That's Booker T commenting on Booker T in a commentary right. voice. It was so great because he was doing Beating like someone's third, ass. He was doing it in third person. So he was like, oh, I can't believe Booker T's doing this. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, Booker T. Booker T knocked him down. Oh, he hit him with the axe kick. Oh, Booker T's the greatest of all time. Yeah. You're right back under these messages. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Look it up. Look, just look up. Look up TNA Black Snow. Yeah, you'll find it. It's the is the funniest shit. Yeah, like, it's it's how I would probably commentate if I did a run in. <laughs> yeah, I would probably commentate my run in like that. I have no, I'm not ashamed to say that. Yes, I'll be like, yep, here I come, and I'm about to beat their ass. Yep, oh 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 oh. Yep, he down. Yep, I'm the greatest. Yep. Yeah, it pretty. It's pretty much picture of a 15 year old kid playing uh PS5 playing like if 2K. You, if you watch people on Twitch playing, just imagine that. <laughs> right. That's that's exactly what happened. It's Booker T, but it's Hall of Famer Booker T doing it. Like it's just the greatest shit. Oh god, I wish he did that more. I wish we got like a few more weeks of that competition. Right. <laughs> Listen, Flair and Lethal off is is classic because Flair almost fucking caught a legit heart attack trying to woo <laughs> with fucking Lethal. That was fucking classic. But um, um so like I was saying, Okada is your new champion. Ain't much. I was gonna <laughs> say, Okada is your champion, and we're gonna go right back. The Okada won G one, and we're gonna go right back into the rest of this week, which was yeah. Heat Wave. Heat wave was yeah. good. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm obviously more excited because we got fucking Gallus back. The boys, Wolfgang, the Coffee Brothers I versus Diamond Mine. Holy shit. They have finally hit their stride with these TV pay-per-views. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's what it is. They have finally hit their stride <laughs> with these TV pay-per-views, and like that two hours flew by quick as fuck. Mm-hmm. I was mad that show was over because they gave so much in two hours. We saw Gallus. What well, we we basically we got the confirmation that Diamond Mine is basically about to be done. done. 
They was getting ready to. They were getting ready to get Roddy's ass. But Gallus came in and said, "Fuck that. We about to beat y'all's asses because y'all got belts." And then on top of that, because now in the new WWE, we tell stories. We're going to utilize all of our time. They use a backstage segment later that night with Briggs and Jensen and Gallus confronting each other, and instantly we have a title match for next week for the NXT UK Tag Team Title. So, boom. Instantly. One of, one of, one of two things happen. And, yeah, honestly, I think we all know what's going to happen. They're going to win those belts. We're going to unify some belts. Mm-hmm. Until your, uh, NXT Europe happens, we're going to have unified belts. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get Gallus versus Diamond Nine. Because uh, another champion showed up, leading to Big probably another title versus title match. The master. Big Strong Boy. Big Strong Boy showed Big up. Big Strong Boy. Big Strong Boy showed About up. fucking time. Oh, Our boy, Mr. The master. Tyler Bate, Bate going to whoop a... I'm probably not, but I, That's I gonna be a good ass match. He gonna be he's, red because he gonna be first of all. Yo, listen, my man JD. I thought JD was gonna win. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, he was looking thought, good. He had some moments. He had some moments that I thought was LeBron. especially after that first spear and he stood up, and I was like, oh, they might, they might let him win. And then he got that's a good image. Right, and then he got killed. And, mm-hmm. the, the, and the best thing, <laughs> the good death. And the, the best thing death. about that whole like before that match storytelling, they told us they dropped the hint. And I'm saying this because it's all the points are already secure, so that's the only reason why I'm saying it. They dropped the hint. Who wished Braun luck before he went out there? Apollo. What did Apollo do? Look at the belt. So Apollo probably gonna be beating that man. <laughs> but just like Kenny said about Garcia and Brian, uh, even in losing, McDonough looked good. He looked. He looked they good. established that JD Madonna is going to be a someone, fucking problem. A, oh, he's going to be a fucking problem in NXT 2.0. He's going to be a fucking problem, and he's going to cause pain. And mm-hmm. as much as people don't like Von Von Wagner. They're going to still establish the fact that he is a problem by giving him promos. Like people forget that. If people are constantly on TV, obviously, like they're not just putting anybody on TV. Like TV time is precious. So if they're going to mm-hmm. keep invest putting you on TV, they obviously see something in you and they want you to succeed. So we're going to get, keep getting more Vaughn. You're going to keep getting. You're going to keep hearing. More Kate, man. Come Tuesday. Come Tuesday. He's a freaking nature. Giovanni Vinci. Speaking yes. of freaking nature, I thought he was gonna win. I definitely. Yeah, so I, 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 me I, I, and Mago both he was gonna win. <laughs> I was looking like, oh, Mago going. I was like, Mago, bench Mellow and Bishy. I was secretly hoping you didn't bench him, and I looked at your your bench. I said, damn. I looked at your starters, and I was like, damn. He benched them, so I can't hope for a minus twelve. Yeah, damn. <laughs> I want to risk that. I want to risk that. Then he won, and I was like, well. Okay, I didn't so, get those points. So I guess he just not gonna get the call up. Neither him or Mandy, apparently, just just not just All right. Just, just be there. <laughs> well, we know we know who they waiting for with Mandy. We know who they waiting for with Mandy. They waiting for. Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, right. 
Ficky Ventura. Mm-hmm. It's that. Oh, I don't think she's winning. I don't even. I don't. I honestly don't know. It could be Cora. It could be. It could still be Roxanne. It could be Blair uh, Davenport because Blair Davenport showed up. She's gonna be. I'm just saying now. She's gonna Listen. murder uh, Indy. She's gonna take Indy. That's how Indy's gonna get out of NXT. Yep, Indy's gonna get sent over to to Loomis. Mm-hmm. So it's like anybody can beat Mandy. That's the crazy thing about it. Anybody can beat her because Mandy's not that great. <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter get upset, and they're like, "They're they're making Mandy unbeatable like Bruno." No, the fuck they're not. They're just protecting they're her. <laughs> she just she's not unbeatable like Bruno San Martino or Roman Reigns. That's not what that's <laughs> like. She's a chicken shield. Yeah, she is Kurt Angle two thousand. She is like like no, this is not. Oh yeah, that, no, that the no. greatest rookie, the, the second greatest rookie. No, fuck it, it is the greatest rookie year. It's better Kurt than is. Brock's. It's better than Brock's. Brock just no, won but, one title. Kurt but, won them Kurt, all. Kurt <laughs> won the world title. He was a chicken shit for his first run. That man survived. That man <laughs> survived the greatest match in my in my young mind at that time that they will never do ever again for some reason the six man hell in a cell match i love that match and kurt won <laughs> i was so pissed that he won because i'm like no he didn't do anything kurt survived <laughs> he just lived That's, That's it. that is that is all man is doing and look i don't like survive. like a long time holding champ i don't like it at all but Stop comparing them. Stop comparing that to Bruno. Stop. It's not. That. It's not a historic reign. It's just. It's no. literally. It's just there. That's JBL. Yeah, that's, that's, that's JBL's like JBL. <laughs> JBL was almost never the better person coming out of the match. Right. He just got lucky every single match. He won the title. <laughs> lucky. Plus, it helped. Plus, it didn't help that JBL had a fucking clothesline that'll rip your head off if you fucking hit right. on YouTube. <laughs> Because people forget, yeah. I mean, he barely won the title. Remember, he wasn't. He won off of the four corners match, and him yeah. and Eddie had the little the buzzer beater. Eddie jumped, yeah. off, attempted to jump over him, but he pushed JBL back. JBL touched the corner first. JBL yeah. wins. And they, then, they, then they did a callback to that when he fought Batista, tried to do the same shit. And then um, Undertaker murdered him numerous times during that summer. So we had uh, some good stuff from SmackDown, including Gunther and Nakamura. Uh, I love that match. That match was incredible. And I love uh, the fact that they used the time to reestablish the, uh, the uh, importance of the IC title. They're doing that on yeah. both shows. They're in a, all the video packages. Yeah, yeah, those video packages are. Listen, they're getting in their I bag see- with that. They've done a we, we forgot to mention a, a hell of a good match between AJ and Lashley. Oh hell yeah. Oh and that was the first time ever, which was of, surprising. Yeah, yeah I, like, they, I thought they, I was getting ready to say they, I thought they, they fought fight fighting TNA. They didn't fight you know, they they never crossed I think, I think I think by the time Lashley because Lashley went to TNA twice. Lashley yeah. went there for like a week and then get went and did Bellator. And then by the time he came back, AJ was pretty much on the way out. Because mm-hmm. Lashley came in around the time of Aces and Eights. And Aces and Eights was what AJ was leaving. Because so, I don't think he was around when they were doing a beatdown clan. No. 
No, he wasn't. He was already gone because he he yeah. leaves right after Aces and Eights when the EC three runs him out of the, the the company. Oh yeah, yep. So like, Blasty gets big off of beating EC three. So like, we didn't really get that. And I'm surprised I wasn't safer pay per view. But damn, that was a good match on Raw. That was a good ass match. So between SmackDown, Impact, uh, Raw, NXT, Dynamite, we had a great run of shows. <laughs> just, just nonstop. It was a fun week. It was a fun week. It yeah. was nonstop action, total nonstop action, and uh, I just can't wait to see what is going to possibly happen. Um, we got Clash coming up. Um, Drew McIntyre has already dropped hints that Broken Dreams is coming back. Uh, just, just mm-hmm. for one Mongo. Just for one. I hear tears. If y'all hear people crying. It's us. Uh, So before we go, um, best match of the week from from y'all. What was your favorite match of the week? I'm going to go with the Garcia um, Danielson match. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I will go with. You know what? I'll go with a match that was. Loki is sleeper. I'll go with Dolph versus Fury, the actual main event of Raw. That was actually pretty. Good. That yeah, that was a good ass match. Yeah, yeah. I've I've read something yeah. that said that that was a match where they were trying to determine if they want to pull the trigger on the cash in or not. We don't know who is, they, and they're still teasing the fact that Fury could possibly lose this case, this briefcase. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It might it. If Dolph, like he's still talking shit to Dolph, we might be getting another money Dolph in the bank time, briefcase baby. game. I mean, if we get it, I'll love it. it it'll be 2012. <laughs> he probably does. <laughs> um, honestly, he probably does. Um, but I've been saying for years now that uh, he's better than that crap they've been giving him with, with the uh, the selfie. And all about yeah. Better than that. And that match on Monday, that show was and that crowd hates about. him. That, that's what yeah. people forget. He has genuine heat. Like he literally, he's gotten to mm-hmm. the crowd. They hate him. They do right. not like him. Like for for forget how why they don't like him. They don't like him. That's all WWE cares right. about. You're booing him. It's, it's working. It's working. I don't know. I, again, I just don't think he is the one to beat Roman. So he probably does lose that briefcase. Um. But you know whatever happens, I think he's probably still in the plans going forward. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, because like people, are like, oh, it's just he was Vince's boy. That was a Triple H signing. Mm-hmm. Trips brought him in because he was from Evolve, and that's that trip was well. Trips getting a lot of his talent was from Evolve. And I, and honestly, that's the only time we get to hear about Vince because he shows Vince is still one of his selfies. Mm-hmm. That's the only time you see Vince is when Austin Theory comes out. Aside, aside from that, don't hear his name. Don't hear a thing. <laughs> that motherfucker's Voldemort. And it's only so long before. <laughs> and it's only and it's only so long before. We'll see how long that that selfie lasts in his entrance video. I honestly can't believe we're at this point already. We're like, Vince is Voldemort at all. He, he who shall not be named, motherfucker. That's, that's why. I even, <laughs> say, like, even with my joke, remember, even with my joke, it's like, oh yeah, fuck WWE, like. We hate WWE, fuck Vince. But WWE is like, yeah, fuck WWE, 
Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy that used to be here. Because we're not saying his name. Uh, I wonder, whoa, whoa, whoa. How much of the WWE library is going to have to be edited or deleted to keep man for the page? No, they're not going to delete if shit. They oh, they're not going to delete it. If they, if they kept Ben Watson. What, what if it got there, what, what if it got to the, it got to that? Well, just fuck everything for the past three weeks. <laughs> I'm, they're not going to they're not gonna delete off the library. They're probably just not gonna promote Vince-related things. Like right. when you go back and see shows that have Benoit, even when he's like a main person, it always it's has not, a it's not discretion. It's not his image on the the screen for the show. Yeah, right. Um, so they'll do the same for Vince. Where like they just won't show him in the in the screen grabs. Perfect example is uh, WrestleMania 23. MVP versus Benoit is a featured match but ever since what Benoit did uh they just put up like a WrestleMania 23 logo or they don't even they don't even put they don't even tell like have the match in the description and like you gotta watch to find it right um Um, also um, if uh anybody didn't see that video about uh Paul Heyman and the thoughts about Chris Benoit that is a great video to watch Go yeah. ahead and watch it. He hit the nail on the head. That was uh, right. Boy, did he. That's going on with Jordan Grace uh, hurt thing with the whole situation came out what, last month. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, you know, it's, that is an evergreen statement by, by Heyman. Uh, I don't know if I can never disagree with that. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say my match for the week was Gunther and Nakamura. I fucking love those guys. And they delivered far better than I thought they were going to because they just haven't let Nakamura do a lot in the past few years. They really haven't. But damn, they beat the shit out of each other. That's that's what I want. That's what I like. I, they they, the they brought back that workhorse. The reason why I didn't give it my top match is because I'm sorry, Walter um, Gunther's look kills the image of him for me. Because he's not, so he's not yes, chunky anymore? Yeah, man. Like, he's not a, he's not a fucking... Bear trying to maul somebody right now. Yeah, it's taking a while to get used to. It's taking a while to get used to. I, I get it. I, I, I do wish he was still big beefy Walter. Because I feel like, I you know, like I can understand that he still has the same power, or he might even have more power because now he's leaner mm-hmm. with more muscle. But it doesn't give it the same. Of, wrestling is also all about the look and how it appears. You know what I mean? It looks a lot different when this big ass. Fucking grizzly is chopping somebody down than when I am Groot is doing it. There are a lot I- of like six three <laughs> in shape guys doing power moves. There are not I a think- lot of guys that are in the shape he was in doing those big ass moves, going hour long matches, diving off the ropes. Like it, it is different. It is. I'll give you that. I think I always think about it like, like he was scared. He was scary. When he was big, but now I look at it as if, um, like the whole ring general thing. Like I don't see the the whole M Bison thing anymore. I think of him as a Ivan Drago, made in a lab, type of superhuman killing machine. Now, now that he's leaner, because now he look he look literally just looks like he just popped up out of Rocky Four. Like Sylvester Stallone should be fighting him right now. 
<laughs> like that's what they look like. By the way, speaking of Sebastian Stallone, you did you see his comments on wrestling? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Sebastian yeah, yeah. uh, talked to Sports, Inter- Sports Illustrated, and he is a big wrestling fan. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I got scared. Right. Like no, nah, he ain't saying nothing I, bad. I he, like, said some, oh. like, he said some good shit. Like, yo, he's He was like, it's a great way to relax and fantasy, some shit like that, yo. Just don't, just don't make no more Rockies. He said something about people saying it's fake, and it's like fake hell because I guess you know Hogan slammed his ass during the movie. <laughs> right, right. Because he was like, people, oh yeah, people were like, oh, you know, wrestling is fake, right? He was like, you can't get in three hundred pounds jumping on you. You can't fake like being a doll in that movie. Hmm? They so, threw him like a doll in that movie. Oh, like a rag doll, dude. It was. <laughs> oh, my man, Thunderlips. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, I think that's gonna be it for us. I don't think there's anything else to cover. Uh, we'll be back next week to see whatever uh, more crazy shit happens in this world of pro wrestling. Who will return next? <laughs> uh, oh god, uh, fingers crossed uh, for, for Kenny's sake that we get Bray because you know, I think I think Kenny deserves that win. Fantasy wise, don't come back. Don't come back. Y'all so far ahead. Come on. The bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, right. Don't forget to follow so us far. at facebook.com. So right. Don't forget to follow us at facebook.com slash under the ring pod and twitch.tv slash under the ring pod. Don't forget we're here every Thursday around 8:30-ish or so. Yeah. Well, all right, eight, eight, eight thirty ish. Just, just, just follow yeah. the damn page so you so you know. All right, <laughs> don't forget to also follow us on Twitter on our individual pages. We got the right of my boy Greg Bush as SK. You got me, the picture man. Whoa, 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 Greg Bush SK, the under the prediction share. Okay. Motherfucker. You got Rock Ridge 44, Kenny Hemsworth. You got me, <laughs> Rock <Ridge> 44. <laughs> you got, got Mike, Mike, Mr. Freshman. <laughs> you got Mike, Mr. Freshman. You got my boy, Matt, the right answer. And we always got our streets team who couldn't be here today. My boy, Boriel Maliente. That man yeah. right there will have a whole bunch of news on his goddamn Twitter page and a whole bunch of random other shit, too. Because that's what he does as our street team. He gets the name out there. Now, once again, don't forget to follow us. Also, Thank you you're wrong that. at you this time, bitch. Anyway. Hey. Sorry. I just I, had I you. supported you. Thank you. Yeah, that's what he did. That's what he did. Bastards. Bastards. A lot of bastards. That's, that's why you going to lose your See, See, just for that, Maddie Rain's going to come back, and I'm going to be Hollywood Maddie. I'm going to I didn't want to hear that shit either. <laughs> uh, we're gonna fuck around and Justin gonna win. <laughs> oh, hell to the <laughs> motherfucker who ain't even here. But just join us next week. We're out. Don.